Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, you're stuck with me as we talk about car, car repair. In the first hour, we're going to talk about insurance companies and body shops and paint and the process of when you get involved in an accident, stuff like that. So if you have a car question about that, if you've recently had an experience uh, with an insurance company that talks about this is what I wanted and this is what they wouldn't do and you want to vent your, your soul, you can. We're not going to, if we talk nice about someone, you can mention them. If we talk bad about them, you're not going to mention them. Um, and we'll go on from there. 602 508 0960. 602 508 0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. Quality is a great transmission shop because they do what needs to be done and only what needs to be done. And you're always involved in that decision making process. They want you to know that no one can diagnose your car over the phone. They need to drive it. They need to check the transmission fluid. They need to check the battery cables for good connections. They need to scan the computer for codes. There's some stuff that needs to be done to properly diagnose the transmission. And not all transmissions, not even half of the transmissions, need to be rebuilt to fix things, especially on cars from 96 and newer that have electronic transmissions. So it's a lot of experience and Quality Transmission will drive your car for free, talk to you for free, and sh- and allow you to show them what's going on. All of that kind of stuff is for free. Obviously, they're not going to fix your car for free or go into in-depth diagnostics, but they will talk to you. They've been around since 1977, so they're on McClintock or Hayden, north of University in Tempe, and they've been around a very, very long time, 1977 to be exact. So that's Quality Transmission in Tempe. Greg May from Phoenix Body Works and Heather is sitting here next to me. Morning, Greg. Did how you doing? Good. How are Good. you? Are you behaving yourself? Of course. Have you been in any trouble? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. We're gonna get a comment on the yes in just a minute. Is the judge's car gone? Yes, we took care of the judge. Okay. All right. Um, just order in the court. Order in the court. Uh, <laughs> There was a friend of mine who happened to be a judge, and, and this him and I go back to the 70s when we used to call him in the middle of the night to get authorization for a search warrant when I was in the narcotics area as a police officer, not as a suspect. And so we would call him. My relationship with him goes back to the early 70s. So when he called me and said he had been involved in a car wreck, um, then when he talked about the insurance company and where they wanted me to go and this and that, that's when I sent him to you just figuring that um, you could wade through all of that for him which is, I think, what he really needed. Yeah, he. we actually took a couple of weeks to get him in because he was, the insurance, the the car that caused the accident, not his, um, the guy gave a different story after he left the scene of the accident and talked to his insurance company. So the, his insurance company had to look into it, and it still didn't get resolved before we got it in the fix it. We ended up using his insurance company because the other insurance company only wanted to pay 70% because of the story the other guy told. Right, right. That That's an interesting story that that because he's in this judge 
thing, he's used to making decisions and having things, you know, before me on Monday and I make a decision on Tuesday for you. And I said to him from the very beginning, when these two insurance companies are pointing fingers at one another, this ain't going to happen in a day or a week. <laughs> it's yeah. going to take a lot longer. Yeah, no, yeah. When it when it gets to be something like that, if you have the patience and the car's safe to drive, go ahead and wait. You know, so you don't have to put anything out. Exactly. Or you or run it through your own insurance company, and you still the only thing you have to deal with if you have a deductible, pay that, and then just keep on top of the claim, uh, so that you know the adjusters still up to bat for you, and they're not just rolling over and accepting the seventy percent, and then they pay the thirty, and do you get your deductible back? That's okay. the question. So wife's driving down the road. She gets hit by a guy. And, of course, his story is it's her fault. And then she says, all I'm doing is driving down Shea Boulevard, minding my own business. This guy comes out of my right and broadsides the car and kind of opens up the right side of the car like a can. Yeah. So he tells his insurance company that she changed lanes into the right lane. And and this is after the police at the accident and stuff. This is the next day when the story gets better. Each day it gets better. And and so he says, well, she changed lanes when I was going to pull out. And, of course, she says, um, I, I don't need to be in the right lane for another five or six blocks when I turn right. And she says, I, I was never in, in any other lane other than the curb lane. So the two insurance companies are battling. What really struck me was is that the guy was so adamant and raising so much hell on the other side with his insurance company, and because I work for them as an expert, I know when you're raising hell with the insurance company, they really work hard to cover the bases because when they give you a decision, they know it has to be right or they know it should be right. I have one of those cases right now where we're dealing with a 13, a 2013 collision, and now I'm going to reconstruct the mechanical aspect of a vehicle I've never seen before. So it's if you raise a lot of heck, sometimes the insurance companies rolls and sometimes they don't. But in this case, he filed a complaint with his own insurance company. Now his insurance company will pay. He pays his deductible. Now his insurance company will go after the other insurance company, and so now it's a battle between the two insurance companies. Yeah, are you talking about the judge? Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. But what happened was, is the the his insurance company, the the the, the police who, officer found him at fault, mm -hmm. and his insurance company um, said they'd pay seventy percent after about two weeks of arguing, and the judge didn't agree to that. He said, "No, it was not my wife's fault. She was in that lane. He pulled out, not paying attention, and hit her, and that's the way it is. And he needs to pay for it a hundred percent." Well. He waited it out for, I think, three weeks mm -hmm. at least, and then finally brought it in and he ran it through his own insurance company because he got tired of arguing with him. Right. And and at this particular point, his insurance company is going to, and the two insurance companies are going to work it out. He'll get his deductible back one way or the other, but after it's all worked out. It's kind of hard. Here's the deal from an accident. Now, I'm not an accident reconstructionist, but from a real, real deal. Her car is damaged from passenger side headlight almost to passenger side taillight, the whole right side, or close to the whole right yeah, side. Yeah, it's cut open like a sardine can. Okay, and the front of his car is damaged. As he pulls out, she just, and he hits the side of her car, and she's moving left to right. Yeah. So you look at the damage and you go, and there's a stop sign there, and you, you're coming from this parking lot, and she's on Shea Boulevard at 45 miles an hour. It doesn't take a genius to figure out what happened. The, the damage tells everybody everything. And, uh, and then, of course, 
it's always suspicious when a day later or a week later there's stories that change and change and change and oh I have a new witness and I didn't know my neighbor Mark was two cars behind me and he saw this. <laughs> do you do do you deal with that? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, every day of my life I deal with that. Okay, Heather, I asked Greg right off the bat, um, has he been in any trouble lately? And you said yes. Would you share the reasoning for that? Well, he just seems to find it. Or, or it finds him. Finds him? Yeah. We're cut from the same cloth, buddy. <laughs> you know, it's hard for me. It's hard for me not to be in trouble every day. <laughs> but, you know, I give him kudos because really? he has the ability to smooth over situations when people come in. Blows my mind. He, might he is. He is one of the best businessmen I've ever witnessed. Truly, he takes care of his customers like nothing else. Well, and I've said that, and it's nice for you to say that. And I've said that many, many times. And I'm going to turn the volume up, so you're going to have to turn your headphones back down because I'm looking at my stuff here, and the, the noise on the computer is not as good as it ought to be. But from a, from a, from a point of view, if, even if he wasn't sitting here, I've never had a complaint and had so many attaboys about him and so many of them are, I went in, I, I, I remember a couple of them, and, and we talk about that he, I, I actually have, have them written up here, that, that they, they go in and they think they need a mirror, and you guys fix the mirror for them and send them out the door. They go in and they think because the arm at the gated community fell on the hood and the top and the trunk that I need a complete paint job, and, and you guys will clean all the paint off, buff it out, and hand them the keys and say, go ahead. Absolutely. They, and, 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 and there's a risk associated with that because you can't create the perception, I think, that you're going to be doing lots of free it's, work. It's not, it's, we don't work for free, but when it doesn't really take a lot of time, um, get, it, get it done and, and, and don't have them come back. Uh, and, uh, and they'll remember that you helped them. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I like about those kinds of letters because – it's basically, in a nutshell, I went there expecting something really big. They fixed my concern, patted me on my butt, and sent me on my way and said thank you. And I didn't pay anything. And not only did I not pay anything, but I didn't get what I paid for. I got ten times more than I paid for because they fixed the problem. And I like that. I like that. It's, it's, uh, it's nice to, to give when you can like that. It's equally as bad as when they demand <laughs> something for nothing. <laughs> it's easy to give when you do it for a living and everything's right there in front of you, mm-hmm. and you can and you're in control. If you know, my all my estimators are empowered uh, to do what it takes to do the right thing every day. Absolutely. And so it's not just me doing it. You know, you've got Chris, you've got Matt, you've got Rudy. They all are wonderful, wonderful men that that uh, take care of their customers. Yeah. Well, that's just the nice part of the group is when I get those attaboys about you and a lot of other shops about stuff that you do that's good and nice and, and right. And uh, that that makes it a little easier for me to stand up and, and say, you know, Greg's a good guy. It's because I really haven't had anybody to tell me otherwise. Right. Is that going to happen anytime soon? It can. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who you're talking to. No, I, I just say from a woman's standpoint, mm-hmm. it's nice because we'll have women come in who are clueless mm-hmm. i mean women can be and, and, and men too yeah and there are yeah. and it's nice to have our estimators like he said they're they're empowered they'll walk out and rub a little doodad and often that just goes to show that we're not about 
making money, yeah. you know, we'll take care of you if it's something we can do for you. Absolutely. That's a nice part. And and like you say, it's 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 just it's easier. Sometimes it's easier just to rub that thing out or do something quick and easy and send you on your way than to write the work order and contact an insurance company or clear their their check and all that other stuff. Sometimes it's just easier to do that. Mm-hmm. And of course, I like givers as opposed to takers. And I think that for me, that's and that's for me and my dad and my grandpa always said, you know, givers and takers they're different. Absolutely. And, uh, and so when we come back, I have some questions to ask you with respect to both of you. What do people do during this accident process? What mistakes do they make that that they shouldn't make okay uh, for a good example is is we're going to start from boom you're in an accident and so then what happens at that point and just maybe a couple of mistakes that they make that complicate the issue and so we'll talk about those kinds of things what they may do what they may say and then what are some of the mistakes that they make after the fact yep. and specifically I'll, I'll 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 tell you on that one what happens when months later they come back with a new issue and that they want to be part of the accident that occurred four months before <laughs> that? And I want to talk about that because that happens a lot too. All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Bill Bennett believes with a Republican-ran Congress, we'll see the president's true colors. The man of the left, uh, he's disguised it. This is who he is, and he gets a chance to show it. He's not going to be punished for it. Much of the media will like it. They will say he's resisting the firebrands on the right, and he's doing the right thing. Why would he feel pressure? That would be good governing, which matters less to him than pushing his ideology. Bill Bennett's Morning in America, weekday mornings at 4, right before Mike Gallagher at 7, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners, Dan and Betsy Glauber, have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. They are located at the southwest corner of 27th Avenue and Maryland. People go to D&B Auto because they have been referred by other happy customers who say they will not take their vehicles anywhere else. They have been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list for years. D&B Auto is a member of the BBB, ASA, and have ASE certified technicians. They work on both foreign and domestic vehicles. If you live anywhere near 27th Avenue in Maryland, give them a call at 602-249-2103. They will even give you a ride to and from your home or office. D&B Auto has been providing honest, quality work at a fair price for the past 20 years. The owners have been at the same location for all of those 20 years. Give them a call at 602-249-2103. Do you have high blood pressure, elevated cholesterol, blood sugar, triglycerides, or are overweight? If so, and you're between the ages of 21 and 85, you may qualify for a research study in Scottsdale with a non-invasive body scan and no out-of-pocket costs. Space is limited, so call today at 480-222-4600. Epic Research is conducting a one-visit study through Clearview System, a device that measures electrical impulses from the fingers. The purpose of the study is to evaluate how well the Clearview System can detect metabolic syndrome, a group of medical conditions that lead to plaque buildup in the blood vessels. So, if you're between the ages of 21 and 85 and do not currently have a history of cancer, stent placement, pacemaker, cardiac defibrillator, or other implanted electrical devices, hepatitis, autoimmune diseases, multiple sclerosis, hand tremors, renal failure, or on renal dialysis, and are not missing any part of your fingers, please call today at 480-222-4600. That's 480-222-4600. 
Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's, sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the end, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 10 p.m. to midnight on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Be sure to check out The Patriot's listener deals. Shop online and save big on quality items and services. Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the listener deals banner. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem, Greg May from Phoenix Body Works, and Heather. Heather, tell me what it is that your responsibilities cover at Phoenix Body Works, and hopefully it's not keep track of Greg. That's a full-time job in itself. For, it's for everybody. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm uh, the office manager. Okay. I am the receptionist. I am the go-to girl. I am Miss Heather. Okay. So you are the decision maker for those that can't. Yes. Or won't. Or won't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my daughter. That's my daughter, Andy. You've I dealt with her Andy. before. <laughs> she's the same way. She's she's the decision maker for those that can't or won't. Um, you got anything to say in your well, defense? Uh, um <laughs> Well, no, you know, she's right there as soon as the customer's in. She's right on them to make it short and sweet, find out what their issue is and what they need, and then direct them to the key guy in our company that will take care of her immediately. Okay. Now, when the customer comes in, Heather, it's important to you to know if you're dealing with their insurance company or the other driver's insurance company? Absolutely. Okay. And and I know that insurance companies will typically tell customers, Here's a list of the shops we want you to go to. Let me tell you before you answer that I don't like that list. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't like that list for this reason. If I owned a paint and body shop and some huge number of the work I do, 70, 80, 90% came from one insurance company, there's going to come a time, because they do it now, there's going to come a time they're going to say, Mark. I want you to cut this corner, and instead of replacing this A-pillar, I want you to cut this corner and do this and skip the undercoating and do this. and do. They're going to ask me to do something, not to put them back the way they came, the way they were before the accident. And I don't want to have to deal with that. And so I think people should find a paint and body shop that they like, that they pick, and regardless of where their insurance company tries to redirect them, I think they should go to where they're happy. And that's my position. 
Absolutely. Okay. So in your in your particular case, when they come in, and you, you have to find out which insurance companies, without naming names, I am I correct in assuming that there's some of them that you just want to crawl underneath your desk because you know the fight is on? There are a few. Okay. And are there others that are really good to deal with? Absolutely. Give me the top three, if you don't mind. Give me the top three, um, in no particular order, of insurance companies that you really, truly enjoy working with. And I and I have my three in my head of who I like to work with. Um, I would say USAA being one. I'm with you. They are good on both ends. They're phenomenal to their customers, and they're fair with their shops. Okay. So USA would be my number one. And whether they're the insurance company of your client or they're adverse to your client, right. they represent the driver who hit the, the customer in front of you. Absolutely. I'm, I'm with you on that. I think USA is probably one of the best. And they err, it seems to me they err more on the customer side than some of the rest of them do. Yes. Okay. Go. Who's in, who, give me another one. In our experience, we've had good experience with Geico. I, I like Geico too. I, yeah. I don't. I think. I think Geico's still kind of finding what they want to do. I yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And and I think it's because, and I'm not privy to the selection of managers or management, right. but I think we've had some movement in that upper echelon of decision makers, and I think they're wandering around a bit. Yeah. But all in all, when they call me. I know that they want the truth, and they don't want me to make up something. Right. I like that. That's what I say. They, they're fair. They they do come in fair. Okay. Um, and we actually, that's my personal, we switched to them, so okay. I'm happy with that. Um, and we have a new company that we're working with, Mercury. And um, how do I know that? I, there was, I just did a case for them, or I just talked to them, or something like that, yeah. and who are they backed by do you do you remember is it a subsidiary like you know Allstate has other subsidiaries I don't know um I just know that they came in years ago um all of a sudden you start seeing them and mm -hmm. um and now they're more prevalent but the people we deal with uh, the local people are um just it, it, I get the feeling that they just want to do the right thing and uh, yeah. and um we really don't have any issues with them okay anybody else off the top of your head Greg, can, how about you? I can think of a couple we prefer not to, but okay. like, like we said, we... <laughs> okay. And then, I like American Family. Okay. Yeah. Those guys, um, yeah, like I said, it's the people you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis um, or weekly basis. What, what, the adjusters and the appraisers are good people, and uh, they want to do the right thing. And okay. so that's what's important. I was uh, just going to say... And we're not having to call back and forth to get something resolved and it it's getting done and that's what it's Im important with the insurance companies you know uh, it, when you have when you're sending them an estimate and photos and then they s send you one back that they've altered and it's not getting the job done and then you have to send it back to them and tell them this is why and then they send it back again and it and meanwhile the customer's car is sitting there for, for a few days to, the, you know, I don't want to mention those companies but the, it, it's aggravating and we kind of let the customer know up front uh, what we may be up against uh, if it's a pretty good job. If it's a simple job, it shouldn't be. Yeah. It, it usually, it, you know, for the most part, they, every day they, the guys, they're seasoned, they do a good job and they know what to do, so they, they keep the cars rolling. Well, I'm going to tell you after this break, this is called a tease. I'm going to tell you a legal case that American Family was recently involved in. It invo involved a lady that was in an accident and she had 
a problem with one of her breasts. And um, it it went back and forth. And there was, and I don't know if she hired the eagle or the beaver or the hawk. I don't know who she hired. <laughs> I just got a synopsis of the court case. And there was a time where she um, asked for a settlement of $25,000. And and they declined that $25,000. And the, and, the, and the response was, this is a proposed repair, and I'm using nice words here, proposed repair, but not one that's been accomplished. Had it been accomplished, we'd pay it. But because it's proposed, we're not. Or at least that's what it said in this book. So it went to trial, and... Um, I'll just tell you now, the jury <laughs> awarded her half a million dollars. Now, I think somebody should be in real trouble over that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, somebody really ought to be fired. Somewhere along the line, we made a mistake. And, that, and that's, uh, you're, it, that's all insurance companies. You know, it depends on the adjuster. You know, that person, they made the wrong decision, obviously. That one... Um, that one plus, and, and I'm, I'm going to politely say that my opinion is slightly different than yours, and it's not in the bucket, in the bottom of the bucket, or anything like that. But there's, from my point of view, it's slightly different than yours, because they call me, and sometimes they want me to tell them what they want to hear. And, and we agree on the questions, and so if we agree on the questions, I'm not agreeing on the answers until I do my work. <laughs> and you may not like my answer, and it's at that point, legally, you turn and, and make me, instead of a testifying consultant, I just become a consultant, which means our conversations are private and not to be shared. So if you don't like my answer, then that's how we handle it. But again, it's just a it's a different story altogether. So when we come back, six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty if you have an insurance question or if you're in a dilemma right now, now's a good time to propose it. And like I said, if you're gonna talk bad, don't say the name, and if you're gonna talk good, then go ahead and say it. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid I was a Boy Scout which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. 
It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. Path to success or failure starts long before graduation day, and the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. This is Louisa. Recently, she got help going online. Okay, so hit that green button. This is her first video chat. Oh, Louisa. Oh my gosh, there she is. <laughs> and the first time she's seen her niece in five years. It's so good to see you. <laughs> see what the internet can help you do at everyoneon.org or call 1-855-387-9166 to find a free training class near you. Oh, I've missed you. <laughs> Brought to you by Connect to Compete and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. The cement of this union is the heart blood of every American. 960 The Patriot. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem, Greg May from Phoenix Body Works. And Heather, his office manager and right-hand, left-hand, and, and decision-maker, is here as well. And we're talking about the pitfalls of, of, of you've been in a collision. So we're going to start there. Here's I'm going to start it by saying this. The biggest problem I see that people make that costs money to, for everybody and, in, and, and inflates the, the claim dramatically is... When they're at the accident scene, if they're capable, they should direct the tow truck to take their car to their body shop right then, right there. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. And and they don't. What happens is is the car goes to a yard, and it, he bid that that tow for one penny or ten cents or a dollar, which is what they, they've been doing lately, well, for the last ten years. Yeah. So it's ten dollars to get it to the yard, but now it's what kind of out day rates have you seen on tickets? Oh, it's ridiculous. Two, three hundred dollars a day. So if the car sits there, we we talk about the judge's car. It was two or three weeks before you got it in. So if the car would have sat there for two or three weeks, we're talking two, three hundred dollars a day, even if it's a hundred dollars a day. 
it costs. Then the second tow from the yard to the body <laughs> well, shop. Well, that's where the tow gets expensive. And, and so give me an <laughs> yeah. example of that. Well, uh, you know, it, it got towed in for $12, or uh-huh. like you said, some of them are free. Right. Um, some of the contracts are free, but then, and, you know, this isn't standard, but, I mean, it it, it does happen uh, to where then the retow is very expensive. Yeah, and a couple hundred me, bucks, 300 okay. bucks, 400 bucks. But the, the, well, actually not that much, but depending on where it is, if it's out of town. But mm-hmm. the the thing is that then when we go to send our own tow truck, it's obviously, uh, you know, the right rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes they make it so difficult so that you can't send your tow truck. Mm-hmm. You have to just have them re-tow it or it's just going to waste too much time because they're making the customer jump through hoops. Well, this is what I hear. It's sad, but that that is the way it is sometimes. Right. So I I I want to send my tow truck to pick up this car and bring it to me. Okay. So the tow truck gets there. And, oh well, we need a certified letter from so and so. We need this, or we need your driver's license. Copy of your driver's Copies license. Copy of the had, title. We've had our everything cleared, and then our uh-huh. tow truck got there, and then he had to wait an hour and a half for them to move some cars so he could get at the car that he needed to tow. Mm-hmm. And that was done on purpose so that we didn't send a tow truck again. Right. And, and, and you're exactly right. It's, there's lots of hurdles there. Very few of them play by the rules. And there's a lot of tow trucks that don't even work in this arena because they don't want to deal with that. It seems to be the common denominator is I got a storage yard. And that's the common denominator. Because the guys that don't have a storage yard that just simply haul cars for those of us, they don't have those issues to deal with. And they're right. not going to be having 10-cent tows or a dollar tow or $10 tows. So from there, if you know where you're going to take it, you should be prepared. And if they're in Sun Lakes, they can tow it north to Anthem. And if they're in Buckeye or West you know, Phoenix, they can tow it to these. It doesn't really make any difference. Tow it to the shop you're comfortable with right then, right there, if you're capable. Yeah, if you're within 45 miles, 50 miles of the shop that you normally would take it to, then you just have it towed right there. You know, it, what, the one thing is if you had an accident in Prescott and you live in Phoenix, then y- you want to call your insurance company, tell them, hey, I'm having it towed so that there isn't, they don't say, well, we need, we won't pay the tow now because you could have had it fixed in Prescott. Right. And that happens a lot. Um, it, th- that happens a lot where take it to the place of closest repair. The problem is that all the parts are coming out of Phoenix, and right. oftentimes the car has to be finished in Phoenix, so there's not necessarily the total service available in some of the small communities. And we, we see that a lot as well. The, the, the 45, 50, that's the reason why we did the apps, the Best Car Repair Shops app, which is 99 cents, right. and that allows people to pick a mechanical shop where they might break down or a paint and body shop where they might be in an accident or break down, and it allows them some flexibility, at least my list, my personal list of where to go. If you're, So the app is 99 cents. You put it on your wife's smartphone, and if she breaks down on the west side of town, then she just pushes Best Car Repair Shops and gives her all the mechanical and transmission and paint and body and the diesel right there in that area, and she doesn't have to be a stranger when she walks in the door. The entire... 80, 85% of the reasoning behind this was for the body shops because right. of that second tow and the and the thousands of dollars that go to waste under those kinds of conditions. So if we can just get it to the body shop on the front side, we're in much better shape than sitting there and having it towed. Yep. And so, okay, so then we, we we're up against uh, another break here, but think about what are, what are some of the other things that they do with respect to mistakes. And I'll throw one out there like I did before is, is you know, four months later, I want you to... My car was rear-ended, and now the radiator leaks. 
And so, and, and I think it's part of the accident. I'm sure you hear that because I hear that all yes. the time. And so how do you handle that and how does that typically turn out? So that's what we're going to talk about in just a minute. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, any kind of question, you can give us a call. Greg May from Phoenix Body Works is here. Heather, his right hand, his left hand, his left brain, his right brain is sitting next to me as well. And we're all here to help you. Again, 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. This is Under the Hood right here on The Patriot, KKNT 960 AM. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriot's tweets that matter vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Mark Levin, Fox News, and Breitbart, and all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork, and all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Investors try to predict market trends, but the key to successful investing is eliminating guesswork and emotion. That's why an investment model based on key indicators yields stronger returns. Arlington Capital Management has successfully implemented a model called Proactive Asset Allocation Strategy, or PAS. It eliminates guesswork, market timing, and an outdated buy-and-hold strategy. For example, the PAS model shifted to cash in 08, avoiding the bear market and 49% decline in the S&P, then shifted back in 09, and since the S&P has gained 123%. I'm Joe Lepresti, president of Arlington Capital Management. 
Our clients have found that a proactive strategy helps build their wealth during bull markets and preserve it during bear markets. I'd like to invite you to a proactive investment management seminar. Join Arlington Capital in Scottsdale on Thursday, January 29th at 7 p.m. To reserve your seat, call toll-free 855-471-5796. That's 855-471-5796. Or register at arlington-capital.com. Listen to Empowered Investing Saturdays at noon on this station. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 10 p.m. to midnight on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. This nation will remain the land of the free only so long as it is the home of the brave. 960 The Patriot. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem, Greg May from Phoenix Body Works, Heather, his office manager, and the person you're likely to talk to as you walk in the front door. We were talking about customers and clients and insurance companies, and during the break, we were talking about a lady who's kind of sitting in traffic, and then she says that she was rear-ended first by the car behind her, and that shoved her into the car in front of her. Right. And, of course, everybody always has the story differently. Okay, so it's never I rear-ended the guy first, and then the guy behind me rear-ended me. So you you described a situation where nobody really knew what happened, right? Yeah. And so here's here's the problem with well, that. Well, the girl driving the car in the middle, yeah, uh, she knew what happened. Okay, but she couldn't prove it. No. We, but here, so let me just tell you, I had that case the other day, and the case had to do with can you tell me. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Okay? Now, I want to ask you some questions here. And this is just simple math, okay? This is simple, and you're going to do better than he is, Heather, because you're a woman and you have more common sense than men. I mean, my wife's included. Oh, my gosh. All right, calm down, calm down. Thank you for saying that. All right. If I'm going to rear-end you and your speed was 10 miles an hour and I rear-end you, what happens to your speed? Speeds up. Goes faster. Okay, so we have the airbag box out of the middle car, the black box. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what we see. <laughs> we see that the car is going along at about forty-five miles an hour, and then all of a sudden we see some heavy braking, and we see ABS activity and all kinds of stuff. And the car gets down to about ten miles an hour, and then the airbag deploys. Now, the airbag, actually it was more than 10 miles an hour. It was probably 20 miles an hour because the airbag deployed. So when the airbag deploys, it's because you just hit something, okay? Absolutely. (laughs) Now, when he hits this, his speed goes pretty close to zero, and then eight-tenths of a second later, his speed goes up to 21 miles an hour. He was rear-ended. He was rear-ended. So so his airbag deploys eight-tenths of a second before his speed... (laughs) Goes from zero to 20 miles an hour. So we know. Now, we understand how come the guy in the middle car said that the guy hit him first because eight-tenths of a second is, you know, and meanwhile, he's got the airbag in his face. He's munching on a whole bunch of talcum powder. He doesn't know really what's going on. But the fact of the matter is, is he hit the car first, and then eight-tenths of a second, the guy hit him. So <laughs> that's really... <laughs> 
And and that's when you want to tell the insurance company what you're finding is. And the last thing you want to do is, is be instructed to call the customer and tell them because right. th that's something you don't want to do. So in your case, 96 and newer, black boxes came into existence. And today, probably since 19, 2006, we, we, we cover the overwhelming majority of the cars, and we just recently got Mini Cooper and Mercedes-Benz and BMW and stuff like that. Now, a lot of those cars aren't going backwards in time, but a lot of these cars don't represent 1% or 2% of all the cars on the market. But when you talk about Chevy, Ford, Chrysler, Honda, Toyota, it's bingo, 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 bingo. And all we have to do is look. But like you said, Heather, we can tell when you got rear-ended in this chain because your speed's going to increase, and we're going to see your throttle is at zero, your foot's on the brake, and then all of a sudden we're going to see your speed in, in a hundredth of a second go from whatever you were at 11 miles an hour to 20 or right. 30. Well, it ain't because your foot's on the gas. We're watching your gas, your throttle. So the only reason why is because somebody buried their Ford F-250 in the, in the trunk of your car. Exactly. <laughs> so it's funny that you do that. But anyway, other things that they do, Heather, that, that, that make the process more difficult. Towing was the big one. Okay. That is a big one. Um, I would say not being prepared. Okay. Not having the proper paperwork, the insurance paperwork. card, the claim number, the policy number, all that stuff. Right, right. And then does it does it cause a problem on your end when you lose track of your client and all of a sudden you're speaking to the boyfriend or the dad in Pittsburgh or the uncle in Fort Lauderdale, Florida? That does make it hard. That makes it different because it does. then everything has to be tracked backwards to whoever said it. Right. And that makes a difference. Do, do you find that oftentimes there's a problem later that comes back and we want to refer it to the accident? I wouldn't say a lot, but yes, it happens. Okay. And that's another thing that, that I see a lot. And that's an easy that's an easy one to answer. Yeah. You just take the vehicle and, and, and take it around to one of the bays and inspect it however you need to. And, and you can usually determine if it's related. And sometimes it's questionable, but we're not psychic. So then a lot of times it's something you can take care of fairly easy and you bring it to the attention of the insurance company if it is questionable, and uh, if they won't take care of it, it may not be a big deal to just get it done. Well, and the insurance companies, I think you'll both agree with me, that it really depends on how big, how small, and the whole process. Sure. If it, if this was a ten or a $20,000 hit, and now we're talking about something that might be two or $300, and the customer's nice, and the customer hasn't hired an attorney, and the customer isn't complaining about neck injuries two and a half months after the fact, and all that other stuff. Insurance companies, that's when I talk about kind of air to the customer, 51%. The tie goes to the customer. Sure, and if you have a, um, let's face it, if the car's only a couple years old or fairly new, uh, and uh, you had a pretty good hit to the rear, but then and then now you have a radiator issue you didn't have before. It very well could be related. Okay, now you, I'm sure you've and come probably across. Probably is. Okay, I'm sure you've come across oil leaks. Yeah, it, you know, just recently, guy came in. He got his trail. His trailer was hit, and and then in turn it folded. His, I mean, it was a big big deal. Uh, but this truck didn't show a lot of damage because everything went into the hitch. Okay, but it did damage his bumper and so forth. But his truck is probably eight years old, and he's proceeding to give us a list of all these things that are wrong with his truck, and one is it's leaking uh, transmission fluid. But it's leaking, and we, I 
you know, unless it, and I kind of looked at it underneath and what I could see, it wasn't leaking at the tailstock, which would be related probably. Right. But it was actually leaking between the engine and the tranny. And, uh, and what I voiced to him is that we can approach your insurance company with this um, after we look at it, if it does look like it is um, leaking and it isn't an old leak where I can see oil all over underneath. But chances are they're not going to take care of it. And I've never seen it. Uh, where a car was, even in front-end accidents, rear-end accidents, that it, it's going to leak between the engine and transmission because they're so bolted solidly there that isn't that doesn't move. Well, I, and this is what I say. So, to but people, people <laughs> uh, and it might be they're just now looking for things and noticing where they didn't before, and then sometimes people get this wish list out, thinking that now I can get everything fixed. And you're you're, you're right. Here's 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 the response that I, I give to the insurance companies. If you paid me a million dollars and said you cannot damage where the engine and the transmission join together, there's two rubber seals, one for engine oil, one for transmission oil, that are deep within that cavern. I want you to go in and make the seal go bad without damaging anything. And the answer is I couldn't do it. Right. You know, right. you can't do it. So and and but you did clarify and I like the fact that you clarified the the differential has a drive shaft that goes into either the transfer case or the transmission. And if the leak is at that connection, oftentimes that drive shaft is shoved forward and blows the extension housing <coughs> off of it or the seal off yeah. of it. Yeah. And and you can see that it's a new leak too. Yeah. Uh, when it's got a lot of oil underneath it and it's full of dirt, yeah. then it's been happening for quite a while. It didn't happen yesterday. Right. And, and we that's another thing that insurance companies hire other people to, to answer those kinds of questions. I remember I had a, a, a BMW, and uh, it was a rear-end collision, and a long time afterwards it went in for an oil leak. The they, the shop tightened up the cooler lines, now the two metal lines that go to the cooler in front of the radiator that we send transmission fluid through and back. They tightened up the cooler lines, then later... This, this thing needs a $14,000 transmission, and when we diagnose why it's leaking, the case is cracked where they tightened up the fitting. <laughs> now, the lady raised quite a bit of heck about that, and, 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 and I think that she won because she did. Right. But that's not my call. My call was is that the case is broken, and it's, it's more likely than not that they over-tighten the fitting instead of simply taking the fitting apart and replacing the fitting. Right. It is kind of standard to tighten up the fitting, but you don't over-tighten it where you crack the case. Yeah. I mean, somebody put a little bit too much pressure on that fitting. So anyway, they paid for the fitting. It's no, it's no, you know, no skin off my nose because I don't care, but my, my report said this, this is not accident-related because it's too far away from the rear bumper. And it has nothing to do with the accident, but it has more to do with this other shop tightening up the fittings. But they paid for it, and it's it's okay with me. Right. But those are the kinds of things that uh, that we run across on a on a regular basis. I'll tell you the insurance companies that uh, that I I I work for farmers, and I work for Geico. Um, I work for State Farm. I work for Allstate. I work for all the big guys. Um, but it's it's focused specifically on a question that I can answer. So I get the, the the thing was, why was this young man in the East Valley when he lives in the West Valley and he was supposed to go fill up the car? And I say to them, that isn't in my mechanical manual. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think I think a private investigator would probably tell you he has a girlfriend in the East Valley, <laughs> and, and he's 17 years old. I don't know, but it's not part of what I do. But the mechanical aspect is, um, 
Um, I worked on a case not too long ago where the engine dies and the car has no brakes and no steering and of course all heck breaks loose. The problem with that is is that every car and truck ever made has a system that allows you power brake applications one or two and maybe even three after the engine dies. Whether it's vacuum operated, hydraulically operated, or air operated, you have a couple of brake pedal applications after the motor dies. I'm looking at the accident report and I later find out that the driver's like six foot six and he's 280 pounds, and he's complaining that he couldn't steer the car after the engine died. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I would have preferred that he was five foot two, and I weighed 105 pounds. But 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 again, it's it's my belief that if you are of his stature and weight and his age, he was 28. Been able to keep it under control. He should have been able to steer the car because now we're mechanical with no power assist. But we have what we had in the 50s. Nothing more, nothing less, right? right? Right. So anyway, those are the kinds of, of issues we get. But I, I want to tell you both, um, thank you for all you do because the, the, the nice letters I get um, from people uh, that, that have used your services or come in and attempted to use your services. And, and Greg, like you, I kind of copy you in this respect. Your service writers, your people that deal with the customers really are advocates for them. You, you sure. told me that one time. And we have adopted that philosophy where our service writers don't work for me. They work for the customer. And their That's job right. is to protect the customer from maybe our techs or maybe the insurance company <laughs> or maybe their father or in themselves. South Dakota or themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and so they've become advocates. And so I like that. And we talked about that years and years and years ago. But I like that enough to institute it. And I'm, I'm not shy about sharing that philosophy and where I got it from, and and it's it's all your fault. Yeah, yeah, sure yeah. it is. Yeah. He hears that a lot. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for spending your Saturday with me. Uh, if you have a car question, we're going to take a break here in just a little bit, about a minute, and then we got about a three, three and a half minute break, and then after that, we're going to open it up completely to all car questions, car problems, tire issues. Tires is a real big issue right now. Are we going to expire your tires or not? And when should you? replace your tires and who's going to tell you when to replace your tires or when not to replace your tires and there's all these kinds of issues going on that has to do with tires then did you know that every trailer tire in the world has a 65 mile an hour speed limit on it really and how many of you people do you know perhaps your families your brothers your sons you have people who have constantly blow trailer tires and they complain about the tire quality and they don't make them like they yeah, used to. figure out what tire I should buy. You, well, you have to stay away from the ST tires, which is called standard trailer. So if in front of the number it says standard trailer. But you also have to make sure that if it's a 12,000-pound trailer and you have four tires, 12 divided by 4 is 3,000 pounds per tire. So you can't put a passenger car tire on there that has 2,300 capability because it's not going to handle the load of the boat you're pulling or the horses you're pulling or whatever. So you have to kind of be careful. But if you want to go faster, you have to go into a light truck or a passenger car tire, which is a P tire, a P235. But trailer tires, they all have a speed limit of 65 miles an hour. So when you look at me like... You really know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All righty. Greg, we'll t- thank you, Heather. Thank you, Greg. Thank and you. we'll be back right after this.